Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. Woo! Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's true. Madame. Ah. Who's trying to get canceled by Gen Z? Oh, really? Who Gen Z is trying to cancel? Well, that one. Why are they trying to cancel him again? Because apparently his lyrics are too strong or they're like like degrading for women. It's like y'all don't really listen to the, did you not see the album cover for one of his albums? It was like a dead body. <laughs> like the the thing is that sh- shock value has been his thing for a while and yeah. I guess uh, it it seems like it's become really fashionable in the last couple years um to just hate on Eminem. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that he's the best of all time. And I hate, I hate people who take one rapper and say, oh, they're just the best rapper. And it, when it's really just that they're, that's the only rapper that that person listens to. Yeah. I mean, I like Eminem. And Eminem, I like, I like him too. I've never, I've never been like a massive fan, I'll admit. But I've always respected his pen. He's def, he's easily one of the best of all time. I think he's very satirical. Definitely. Is that the word? I, w- I would definitely say there's satire in them. There you go. Yeah. Satire. Yeah. Um, well, satire in his work, that is. But also, like, people knew it was mis- pretty misogynistic when it came out. Yeah. Like, people were, like, the media was outraged about him. People threw a fit back, when, you know, when it was when it was timely to throw a fit about Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> now, people talking about all these years later... Um, it's like a, you're hey, late to the to the party. Yeah, his most shocking work is behind him. Now he's just I, not not to, not to say that he's not trying to do anything now, but I think at this point it's just more him enjoying himself. Yeah. I think he may like. I think he does respond to the to the fans a bit and respond rather respond to the backlash still to the like a little bit. Like, Kamikaze was kind of a response to how people didn't like... What was that? Revival? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It took me a little bit to get into that. Into Revival? Yeah. I don't think I even listened to it. No, I did. Well, I I, I mean, I've told you a few times that I, I just... I like Eminem. But it's... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you're probably a bigger fan than me. You know you know more... You know <laughs> way more Lose Yourself lyrics than I do. <laughs> Shit. Are your palms sweaty? Is there mom's spaghetti on your sweater? Are you nervous? But the surface, you seem so calm and ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. To drop bombs, but you keep on forgetting, baby. Alright, I'm done. Nah, we, we dropping these bombs on them today. Metaphorically, of course. Of course. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. It's been a week. Yeah, and it's been... <laughs> Remember how last week we were talking about how the week prior was like the worst time for us to be off since Biden's uh, since Biden taking office? I feel like I- I'm gonna keep it very honest with you. I feel like the GOP gathers together at night and they make a list. Similar to how we make a list of topics to discuss, they make a list of shit to say now to be controversial. Like, I, I don't think this. I don't think that shit happens just at night. I think you're. I, I think you're absolutely right. But I don't think that happens at night. I, I think, think that that's happens just at like, all those Mar-a-Lago events that are happening now. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But I think. I think there's just a group chat for that. Yeah, there's a WhatsApp. 
Yeah. There's a WhatsApp. Like there's the a WhatsApp. Like it's the family one that I have. Actually, there's a lot. Of, maybe there's a Telegram. Is it Telegram? Telegraph? So, mm-hmm. listen. So, the main WhatsApp, um, it was started... What's It was started by... What's his name? Um... I think it was started by by Paul Ryan or John Boehner. <laughs> yeah, but then they left. Of course, they're like not like John Boehner. He he left when he left. Then when he he just didn't run for re-election after he left, right? I don't think so. Yeah. So when he leaves, he just left it to, to Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan is like, uh, I don't want this. <laughs> I didn't even really want to be vice vice president that bad. <laughs> um. So he left it. He left it to Mitch McConnell. And Mitch McConnell has been running that shit like it's a fucking regiment, like it's a military regiment ever since. Listen, we're gonna do this, 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 this. This, 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 this. Yeah. Or the fat lady gets it, see? <laughs> like like the like the toes in uh in what's it called? What was it? Encourage the cowardly dog? Uh, I was never into that. I I think I started to appreciate it a little more um later on. I liked some episodes, but there was there were definitely a few that were just way too much for me. Yeah, no, I was never into. It. I think my sister was into that more than I was. I just I really didn't care for that show. Uh, I thought it was weird. During that time, my shit was Ed Ed and Eddie. That's another one I wasn't into. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. I was into Rugrats. Well, yeah, the Rugrats. Hey Arnold, was the shit. you know that they have Hey Arnold on Hulu? Do they? Yeah, I saw it the other day. It says ninety something, and it Hey Arnold is there. I added it to my list. I'm gonna start watching Hey Arnold. Nice. Yeah. They have a movie that like concludes it. Like I believe that everything, even even the more recent um, additions to Hey Arnold, have been part of the canon, yeah. the same canon established by the show. I'm and the show ran from like ninety six to oh four. No, right now I'm watching um, Superstore. Oh my goodness, I saw like one episode of that. It looks so fascinating. It's it's pretty funny. Just don't put me on. I'm on season two, episode like nine. I need to check that out. Yeah, that's what I... Because I can't work in silence. So I have it like in the background playing. And it's, yeah, it, it has a lot of one of those little... It's very sarcastic. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, My mom saw the other day that I was watching it at night. And she goes to me, is that supposed to be Walmart? <laughs> I was like, kind of. <laughs> You know what it reminds me of? Did you ever see the show 10 Items or Less? No. So 10 Items or Less, it was this show about... The show. Items or Less? Right. Nine Items? No. 10 Items or Less. So yes, nine items. Yes, eight items. Yes, 10 items. One 11. But no 11. If you, if you, break, if you come, through, come through this line with 11 items, I will turn you away. I'll actually give you a choice. Either I scan the 10 items and you have to go to another register for that 11th one, or you just take everything to that into that other register. Uh-uh-uh. So the show is about this, this, um, this store called The Greens and Grains. And uh, it's this, you know, it's just this local run-of-the-mill food mart. I think there was only one or two I don't know but basically the guy uh, I think the character's name is Leslie he he's the manager and he's he's the owner he's inherited the store after his father passed 
Now, his father was very, very popular with the staff. And he's having, like, a rough time adjusting because he's got these new ideas. And I honestly expected him to kind of be the uh, the everyman of the group. Oh. But, but, no, he's pretty eccentric himself. And the first season was kind of eh, but season's like... I think once you start getting... Once you start really getting in, it's a pretty funny show. And they were just... Um, the way they filmed it was pretty cool, too. It was, like, mostly improvisational. Oh. They would give them, like, a general plot. And then they would just film... They, they would just get about, like, 30 hours or so. I hope it wasn't actually 30 hours, but... They would get a bunch of hours worth of worth of, uh, of material and cut the episodes down, down there. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Is it is it on Hulu or something? It was on Netflix. That's oh. that's where I saw it because I, I didn't see it during its run. Did you see? But Tom from uh, from Cougar Town is in it. Oh. Yeah. What I see. Huh? Did I see? Oh yes, no, I see that I was gonna look on Netflix to see if it was there, but I got I got sidetracked. Goodness, baby. So I suppose we should uh. We should talk about the big one, the Whopper, huh? How about the Big Mac? Yeah, we should talk about the Big Mac of this episode. Or the Big Dave. The Big Dave? Isn't that what it's called from Wendy's? Oh. I I, I don't know why, I just, my, my mind defaulted to Dave and Buster's there. But then I'm like... <laughs> That's not what your face said. Your face said something else entirely. <laughs> what did my face say? Your face was like, what? Dave? Who? Big? <laughs> Sorry. I thought David was the small one. I thought Goliath was the big one. Wow. Wow, baby. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, the Whopper here. The Whopper. The Whopper is the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. Ooh-wee. Boom. So... This is the big one. It was altered a bunch of times. Uh, they took out $15 minimum wage. They did. Because, let's be real, half these people just, half these politicians just don't want it. Half of these millionaires? Yeah. Pretty much all these millionaires just don't want it. Mm-hmm. Or all these millionaire politicians, anyway. Yep. Um, their donors make way too much money as it is. Uh-huh. And if, you know, fifteen dollar minimum wage would would uh, start hacking away at that. Mm. But it came through the Senate. Um, it's crazy how it came. Th- it it started in the Senate. It turned into SB one, I guess. It was because it was HR one, but I guess I guess I guess they the 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 Senate version was SB one or something like that or S one. So it goes through the Senate. Fifty to forty nine. 50 to, can you guess who the 50 were? Can you guess who the 49 were? You mean to tell me that all of the Republicans agreed? Not with the, not with the Democrats. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to figure out like a way to like be slick with that. Yeah. So. If had you added in there that the potato head was going to be considered the potato head... It would have been passed smoothly. No, I think I think I think it actually would have been harder to pass. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would have been like, no, that's Mister and Mrs. Potato Head. 
Because it's like, the, the, just the potato head without a, it, it, it has to be easier to sell if it's, if it doesn't, you know, if you don't put the gender on the product mm. and you just let the kid choose. That's what they were doing anyway. <laughs> so tell us, baby, about this COVID bill. So this. What's in it? This COVID relief bill. Oh, I, I, I want to get there. I want to, I want to first uh, hit the fact that, again, fifty to forty-nine. Fifty Democrats, all, all fifty Democratic senators, voted in favor of the of the current version. And um, all, forty-nine present, Republican senators voted against it. Not surprised. Yeah, Dan Sullivan from Alaska. Couldn't be there, but let's be real. He probably texted no. <laughs> or he, he, better yet, he probably texted a, a, a gif of Senator Cinema, uh, doing the whole thumbs down, doing the whole no dance. No, 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 no. That's a favorite song. It must be. Mm-mm-mm. You should all ask. We should ask them. Is Trump innocent? Oh yeah, that, to that she'll say no. Cause I, <laughs> to be fair, I'm pretty sure she did vote to convict him. <laughs> so, um, after so after after it passed, because let's see, let's let's keep it real. Fifty uh, Democratic senators, Vice President Harris was obviously going to sign it, mm-hmm. or you know, again the current version. So it goes to the house. So it goes to the house. And baby. Baby. You know what? Let's actually just take a look. It goes to the motherfucking house. The house has five vacancies right now. Five vacancies. So. Oh, right. It had four, but then Deb Holland was... Made Secretary of the Interior. Mm. Shout out Deb Holland, Secretary of the Interior, the first uh, Native American cabinet member. Yoo-hoo! Period. Yeah. So, shout out to her. It's amazing. It's taken this long. It really is. It's like. Huh. What's the best way to put it? Because <laughs> we did have one other. I'm pretty sure the highest office holding Native American in this country technically is Charles Minor, right? Right. He was the uh that one that one vice president partially of color. Mm-hmm. Wait. Nope. I might be I might be using the wrong name. Charles Minor was definitely the uh the Idris Elba's character in the office. <laughs> Herbert Hoover. No scam likely. I'm like, I hear it vibrating, but it's not mean. I'm looking at my phone too. Right. Yeah, scam likely wanted to give me a call. No, Charles Curtis. Charles Curtis. And I'm not gonna lie, in this picture, I mean, he looks he looks like like a white guy with a tan. He looks like he was using Darcy's uh, spray tan. Yeah. 
<laughs> Yo, we were just watching, uh, what's it called? The uh, season seven premiere of Degrassi. For the second time in a row? Yeah. Well, in a row. Well, not in a row, but the second time. Yeah. And um, somebody somebody got uh, Darcy in the comment talking about Darcy's spray tan is horrible. She looks yeah, like an Oompa Loompa. She does look markedly, like, unrealistically darker than in seasons five and six, and even four. That's right, Darcy was in season four. So is Shantae, but they barely use her. Mm. Shantae's like that eternal member. Yeah. They don't know what to do with her. They they just kept changing the year that she was in. Yeah. Until she finally graduated with what? With 08? No, with, with oh, 11. With 11? Cause, yeah, because remember how they also shifted the years because of, because of how That's they right. started doing the seasons. So what would have been 09 turned into the class of no 08. Yeah, because 08 was Danny and Jane's class. Mm. And Peter. So, and what would have been Darcy's class. Um. So yeah, the next one was 2011. And that was Sav and uh, and Shantae's and Holly J's class. I can't. So Shantae is like Holly J's. Yeah, class. Interesting. Which. They made her out to be older, though, right? Yeah. Then they're like, mm, yeah, we we didn't really do anything with you. No, no, we're we're gonna yeah. hold you back. We're gonna keep your character. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fuck with your character's grade and then eventually give you character development. Yeah. Would you say that she has character development though? Uh, not really. That's a no. She's a pretty static character. For even for how little they use her, she she does she doesn't she doesn't really like change. Yeah. She just it seems like she becomes nicer when they bring her to the forefront, a tiny bit nicer. Mm. And we have her. We have the the whole thing that she and she and Dave are cousins. That's right. You know he died recently. Wait, what? Yeah. You're shitting me. No, I want to say maybe last week. Oh damn! Jamil French is no longer with us. Yeah. What did he die of? Uh, neither the circumstances nor the cause of his death have been divulged. Oh. Wow. He was 29. Yeah. Damn. Rest in peace, dude. Damn. Wow. That is that is some heavy shit. I like this character too. Like I, I also I I was just kind of like gravitated toward the uh, toward the black male characters. I'm not gonna lie. Why is that, and baby? Sav. I mean, you're blonde with blue eyes. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. Oh my goodness! Imagine, imagine me, with um, imagine me blonde. No, I don't date blonde guys. I've never been like attracted to blonde guys ever, ever. I, I not not to not to hate on blonde on blonde people, um. I don't discriminate. I don't discriminate against a blonde woman, but I I always feel like people kind of overstated. Like they acted like like blonde was just like kind of some standard for women. Like oh, if she's blonde, she must be a fun woman or something like that. 
Like, no, no, no. Blondes are just blondes are just people. <laughs> I I've never been like, I've never been like. Um, I mean, no, I, I've not I've not dated a blonde woman, but it's also that I've never. I don't know. I've never felt like an overwhelming attraction uh, to blonde women either. Mm. Nothing wrong with them. Just you know. Y'all do you, I'ma do me. Hmm? But damn. Uh rest in peace, Jamil French. He was uh Dave Turner from season nine to the beginning of season thirteen. When they basically stopped uh they basically just stopped using his character after the first arc. I say it like that because I remember he, he just kinda of fell into the Degrassi black hole. I remember um, somebody, right. yeah, somebody even like tweeting at him at the time, and he didn't even know. He he wasn't a, he was kind of uncertain of his fate on the show. Jamil himself. Wow. Yeah. Who was he best friends with? He was tight um, with Adam later on, but um, earlier know. on with Connor, and um, who was it? He had that eternal thing for Allie. Yeah. And, uh, Wesley. Wesley. That's yeah, right, they Wesley. were the three tenors. Yeah. And then he had that whole, that whole thing with Jacinta, because... Oh. Jacinta. Mm. I forgot about that. Oh my god, I'm so excited to be watching this all over again. Right. It was, uh, and there's, there's a bunch of tweets from like his, um, his, his old co-stars, Melinda Shankar, who played Ali, Christine Prosperi, who played, or Prosperi, who was, um, Imogen, Stefan Brogren, who's, who's Snake. Rest in peace, man. Gone too soon. So young. Yeah. He was apparently on this show called Soundtrack on Netflix um, in 2019. Soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, at this time, there's a... Uh, the cause of death has not been publicized, possibly not even determined. Oh, there's one season. Let me read to you the description. Are you ready? Go for it. Soundtrack. This musical drama series explores the love stories that connects an eclectic group of people living in Los Angeles. Flashbacks reveal how the characters came to be in the present day, which often involves attempts at romance. The diverse and disparate members of the group have their lives told through the music that lives inside of their heart and minds. Soundtrack! It features performances of songs by such musical legends as Whitney Houston, Dolly Parton, and Joni Uh, Mitchell, along with contemporary artists like Demi Lovato and The Weeknd. Can we watch soundtrack? You can check it out. It's Dolly. I mean, I'm down. We have one of the vaccines because of Dolly. Okay, shout out to Dolly Parton. You know, she's been out here on her activist ship forever. I respect her a lot. Please. Yeah, I'm down. Y'all heard it here. Right, y'all. We went from, we from maybe. using y'all together. <laughs> I did not say maybe. I said we can check it out. That was a maybe. That I was a, you. 
that was a we'll check it out and I just and I'll see how I feel about it. Please. I'm down to give it a chance. I'm down to give it a chance. I'm literally y'all, I'm literally here agreeing to give it a chance. I like how your voice is just getting higher. I'm not saying anything. Just... <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing, baby? It's like face intensifies. Face intensifies again. It's my pouty face. And it was intensifying. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're funny. Okay, so... <laughs> now that we got that out of the way. Yeah. So, yeah, we can check out Soundtrack. Um, if I read correctly, it seems to be his last work at this time, so... Uh, for you, and out of respect and honor for... Uh, and in honor of Jamil French, we'll check out, we'll check out Soundtrack on Yay! Netflix. And y'all check out Soundtrack on Netflix. And um, uh, for anybody who, whoever watched Degrassi, I do recommend you watching seasons 9 through, well, I mean, he's barely in 13, but, and honestly, 13's kind of a nightmare to get through. Um, But um, watch seasons 9 through 12. And I mean, honestly, you're probably going to want to watch season 8. Uh before you watch season 9 because that's the beginning of the school year and a bunch of stuff won't make sense if you don't watch season 8 I don't know about it no some stuff won't make sense Um, yeah through season 12 because season 12 is just a great season it is it's just easily one of the better easily one of the better seasons of, of, of next generation especially for its duration 45 ep- or 40 episodes and they didn't really waste they, they didn't really waste too many that is true uh season 6 had 19 episodes and a few of them felt wasted um so back on the rescue plan let's take a look house roadhouse roadhouse 220 at the time Democrats in the House of Representatives and 211 Republicans. That's a narrow-ass majority, by the way. We we out here hanging by a motherfucking thread. Uh, That's that's crazy. We got got a freaking eight-member lead in in the House. Yeah, in the House. We need need the tiebreaker in the Senate... And we chose the most fucking milk toast candidate we possibly could have to 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 spearhead the democratic platform and who ultimately became our president. Look, I like Biden and all, but I mean I'm not incorrect here. <laughs> so, um What happened? Let me see. Was it two twenty to eleven? Two no, it was. It was like two twelve, wasn't it? But it was on party lines, basically, and Jared Golden. Jared Golden from Maine. From Maine. Yeah. This uh, Democrat from Maine. 
uh, decided to vote against getting aid to the American people, along with the 211 Republicans who voted against it. Y'all understand that that means... That means that... Okay. Add up those numbers. 211 plus plus 49. That's 260. 260 Republicans and Jared Golden voted against your aid. Are you surprised, though? I'm not, but I mean... What I'm, what I'm extra not surprised by is what happened after. Tell us. So, you guys know Mississippi, right? Great state of Mississippi. No. I've never been, but they call great. it the Great Mississippi. They call it the Great State, the hospitality state. For some people, I'm pretty sure if the research that I did was correct, pretty sure the most lynchings have happened in Mississippi of any other state. And it's the state with the highest percentage of black people. Did it just say the most lynching? The most lynchings, yeah. Wow. If not up there with the most. So, Senator Roger Wicker. He is a Republican. He represents the state of Mississippi. So, um, he came out after President Biden signed uh, signed the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021. He signs it. Everything's going into law. We're all happy because even though it's not perfect, it's going to help a lot of people. But we'll get there. Honestly, actually, we should probably talk about that before. before but since I'm already on this Roger Wicker thing, and it's going to feed into more stuff, Roger Wicker decides to get in... He decides to... Um, to talk about how 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 awesome the act is and how much aid is going to be given to people and how and he's trying to paint himself in like a hey remember me when you when you get when you get your fourteen hundred and when you when your city gets all that aid remember remember your old pal Wicker oh God remember me and it's like remember what dog you voted against it. <laughs> And you did, you, like all your other colleagues, voted against even allowing a vote to put to put $15 minimum wage in this act. So, go fuck yourself. That's it. Uh, as simple as that. Yeah, I ain't, trying to, I ain't trying to hear that shit from him. Come on, get the fuck out of here, Roger Wicker. Show ass. <laughs> so... We know a little bit of what's in this. We know the $1,400 direct payments to individuals. Now, I love this. Under pressure from Manchin. Under pressure from Senator Joseph motherfucking Manchin. President Biden agreed to have the direct payments start to phase out for high-income taxpayers, including some who received stimulus checks in previous stimulus rounds. So, like you, then. Because mm. if, if he if he got if Mansion got one before, he certainly doesn't need one now, right? Mm-hmm. He's all out of he's he's all out. He's headed for a boom, right? No, I'm spoiling stuff. Let me let me get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. 
The stimulus benefit begins to phase out for taxpayers making 75000 for individuals. 75000 for individuals, $112,500 for single parents, $150,000 for couples, taxpayers making, eight, what is this? 80000 oh, and then 80000 120000 for single parents, and 160000 for households will not receive any stimulus. You sure? That, that's, that's the... That, I, I gotta look at people who like mansion. It's like, this your guy? This your mans? This I gave you a plus one to this party, and this is who you invited? You might have cost yourself an invite to the next party. <laughs> Shit. I'm just saying, this is... <laughs> Shit, the people I come across, you know, bringing assholery like that to a party... Your ass get uh, your ass get excommunicated and shit. You fool me? They don't even want to know you no more. <laughs> nah, but it's crazy too that um, some of this shit. It's like um, it even notes that House Democrats and Biden allegedly, but allegedly Biden as well, favored less stringent caps. Uh, the bill initially passed by the House set the income caps hundred thousand for individuals and two hundred thousand for couples. I think that's way. I don't know something about. I guess something about. Mm, I like that. Uh, that is a good number. Three quarters of that. And this uh, this other one extend, extending expanded unemployment benefits with a weekly three hundred dollar supplement uh, through Labor Day of this year preventing benefits from expiring at the end of this month um, again most Democrats favored a higher amount with the with the bill initially passed by the House providing 400 in weekly supplement I love how I love how this how senators went from like the wise men on the hill to like being exposed not by the media but to being exposed by people who like pay attention for just being like the selfish fucks they are people being exposed yeah. for their truths yeah shine, shine a light on these motherfuckers see you, you, you see how selfish you see how selfish most of them are mm-hmm. um the bill the final bill contained a scaled back provision oh and a longer duration through early October so that's like a month longer but whatever that's that, that a month a month can't make a difference that's a month that a month that people you know wouldn't lose their house that is maybe true. hopefully hopefully but uh at the it, it was uh it was scaled back at the insistence of joe manchin and any other moderate senate democrats probably tester probably shaheen probably hassan probably king probably cinema Probably the two guys from Delaware. I can't stand cinema. She has a punchable face. Not as punchable as Mansion, though. Oh, he has a. He's got like. Very. There's an there's a there's a, a certain echelon of like people who have that punchable a face. He's up there with with Dick Cheney, and um. What's his name? Uh, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure that 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 there will be a, what's it called a a, a jar of punchable faces. 
So this also included an emergency paid leave for over a hundred for over a hundred million Americans, including a tax credit through October first to employers who chose to who choose to offer paid sick leave and paid family leave benefits. It did not require employee employers to provide the benefit the benefit though, which is what uh, which is what President Biden had initially proposed extends a 15% increase in food stamp benefits. That, that sounds great right on its face. The increase was passed in the previous rounds and was set to expire in June. This, oh, okay, this extends it through September of this year. Tax provisions, such as child tax credit, allowing qualifying families to offset for the 2021 tax year, 3000 per child, up to age 17 and 3600 for uh, children up to age 6 or under age 6 would gradually diminish for single filers earning more than 75,000 a year okay and, um wait although this is although this credit is fully refundable half of the benefit can be sent out to eligible households in 2021 this proposal was backed by Senator Mitt Romney of Utah Utah. Yeah. Expands the child and dependent care credit by making credit fully refundable and increasing the maximum benefit to $4,000 for one eligible individual or $8,000. Oh, and $8,000 for two plus. Additionally, value is based on 50% of eligible expenses. Um, income limit being 125000 for households. Expands the earned income tax credit by removing the upper age limit and lowering the lower age limit to 19. Maximum benefit for adults not claiming qualified child will also be increased, or, yeah, no, not claiming. Uh, in, a qualified child will be increased to fifteen to 1,502. Uh, also for 2021. Forgiven student loan debt, any, any debt that, oh, I love this. Forbidden, forgiven student loan debt is made tax-free should Biden or Congress decide to cancel any debt. Mm. Okay, just leave that little, like... Little hanging fruit. You gotta be quicker than that. Reduction of reporting minimum of reporting requirement threshold, or 1099K, for third-party settlement organizations, e.g. PayPal, from over two, from over $20,000 and 200 um, transactions... To over 600 and no minimum number of transactions. This is ex- this is expected to impact gig workers, uh, independent contractors, casual eBay sellers, among others. Okay, that that sounds good. Three tax increases on large corporations and wealthy individuals collectively raising 60 billion in revenue. These are limit limit um, limiting publicly traded companies the ability to deduct executive compensation from their corporate taxes why would that be in your corporate taxes hmm. that's just that's just the amount of money the the nigga the nigga in charge made uh repeals an obscure provision repeals an obscure provision in the tax in the tax code that gave multinational corporations additional discretion in accounting for interest expenses. Says it's going to be 22 bill. 
in taxes and tax revenue. Extends loss limitation restrictions on unincorporated businesses. Says it's going to generate 31 bill in tax revenue. I'm going to skim through the rest, basically. Grants to small businesses. 28.6 bill for a new grant program for restaurants and bars to meet payroll. Individual businesses can get up to 5 mil each. 15 bill for... Oh, 5 million each, sorry. 15 bill for emergency injury disaster loans. Oh, the EIDL. Maybe, uh, maybe the SBA finna be on a comeback. Priority for some funds would go to severely impacted businesses with fewer than 10 workers. Additional $7 billion for P- for PPP. Okay. $3 billion. Y'all need to give the Y'all need to give that PPP to the small businesses. I don't want to hear about no Amazon getting no PPP. I don't want to hear about no Burger King getting no motherfucking PPP. Get the fuck out of here with that. Nah, that should need to go to like, um... Like the fish house or somebody, you know, somebody's like an actual small business. Shout out the fish house. I I had to think of a small business on the on the fly. I I, I don't mean to use y'all for it. It's just you know, y'all y'all feel what I'm talking about. Um, three bill for payroll support program for aviation manufacturers. The industry itself is responsible for funding half of the program. bill for shuttered venue operators grant. Ooh, for music halls and other concert venues. Uh, I think y'all could have spared a little more than that, that, but whatever. I'm sure sure we really could have spared more on everything here. 175 mil for community navigator program to reach out to eligible businesses. And, uh... Okay, here we go. 350 bill to help state, local, and tribal governments bridge budget shortfalls to mitigate the fiscal shock um that's okay so 195 of that 195 bill of that is going to be to the 50 states and dc and tribes will be getting tribes and territories will be getting 25 bill jeez um educate 130 bill for k through 12s uh 40 bill for colleges and universities uh, let's see, 21.6 bill for rental assistance, 10 bill for human, for homeowner assistance fund. Basically from there it goes on to delineate what looks like about a, what looks like about 200, uh, 200, like maybe 2 billion for just how the rest of housing stuff, including section eight, uh, low income ha- um, home energy assistance program. 750 million for housing assistance for tribes and native Hawaiians. And then the rest goes on to about COVID-19 funding and that's looking like an upward of I already don't remember what I said for housing, but looking at the math there it looks like it's probably 50 bill for housing and it's looking like about 150 billion for for COVID-19 funding. That includes uh, fifty billion for FEMA uh, to distribute vaccines and assistance, and um, let's see, forty-seven billion for COVID nineteen testing, mitigation, transmission prevention, and that kind of stuff. Mm. Okay, seven point five bill to the CDC for vaccine distribution, administration, and tracking. 
So you guys, you guys get more or less where this is going. It's um, this is a good bill, or good good law now, good act. And it's um, <laughs> it's it's something that it's something that the the Republicans didn't want really because it made the Democrats look good. It's making the Democrats look good. Mm. But we'll go into that in just a sec. So I was reading. And one of the things that I got was I was reading about uh, yesterday there was a shooting in Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, They were considering it to be a hate crime because the guy was uh, targeting particularly Asian women. I think eight women died from it. So I'm reading a post and there's an article. It's called Cops. Are you ready? Shooting suspect says he targeted spas because of sexual addiction. What? Yeah. Now, a 21-year-old white man is accused of killing eight people at three metro Atlanta spas. And it's he said it was because it was a sexual addiction and not because of the race of the victims. What? He is being accused. It gets better. In three shootings that are about an hour apart in Cherokee County and in Northeast Atlanta. Yes. It gets better. (laughs) Um, um, Although six of those that were killed were Asian, investigators said it was too early to call the shooting a hate crime. It gets better. These are invested... During his interview... The Rugrats could investigate better than that. According to the sheriff, Frank Reynolds, during the interview, he gave no indicators that this was racially motivated. We asked him that specifically, and their answer was no. We asked him that specifically? Wow, this guy probably watches Tucker. Yeah. I went on... I I looked on QAnon.com, and it wasn't there. It gets better. Hold on, there's more. But wait! But, but I'm sorry, before you go on, the only Frank Reynolds that I acknowledge is Frank Reynolds from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and he would not have done that. He did take responsibility for the shootings, though. The shooter, that is. Yeah, the, the shooter, yeah. He took responsibility for the shooting. Um, according to the captain, Jay Baker, of the Cherokee Sheriff's Office, and that he said that the guy, the, the this asshole said that the massage parlors represented temptation he wanted to eliminate. It's a massage parlor, dude. Hold on. Let me quote the captain for you, and this is oh, how I'm geez. ending this, because I want your answer. Yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. I mean, I've been having a bad day multiple days in the past few weeks. I'm not going around shooting people. What the hell is it? What the... Like... There's just so many parts. Like, every everything about this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so... First of all... Um, I don't care about this person's name, so I'm gonna refer to him... I'm gonna heretofore refer to him as Little Prick. So, little prick, he shot three, three spots? Three is, di- is that what three you're saying? Different, three different, 
three different spas. There's just, there's just, first of all, he said that they represented a temptation and evil that he wanted to get rid of. Mm-hmm. So he saw like, he, he saw, he watched one too many pornos where that, you know, that, that took place in a spa and came to associate spas and especially Asian women with, um, with, with happy endings, as they say. Happy endings. That, that's the only thing that could have happened. Or, you know, that could have, uh, that's the only, that's the only way that I could see this, this, this type of stupidity festering in somebody's mind. But if he can, if he can identify this as sex addiction, who was he seeing about it? Who was he talking to about it? Because anybody who, if you're at a level where you're acknowledging something as sex addiction, then surely you're, you know that you need help, right? Right. If, if, if you're not getting it, I understand the myriad of reasons, but if you're going to acknowledge it like that. That means that you know that you have some level of awareness of what the fuck is going on. So you really cannot expect me to fucking believe that you were trying to get rid of some kind of temptation. These are women who you probably didn't even know. Who probably didn't even do that stuff. <laughs> he's, he's, he's just making this shit up in his mind, like... And whether or not they did is irrelevant. Because, again, he's just making this... He's really just making this shit up in his mind. If... If any of that shit was real, why wouldn't he just go to the police? Mm-hmm. You know, like... There's just so many, like, straight lines to draw through this. And this is just, like, a curved line mess. And this is before I even start... <laughs> you okay? Yeah. This is before I even start talking about the law enforcement. But let's take a look at that too. Because I, 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 I got some, I got some new... In, some, some additional info from an NPR article. Do it. Alright, so... This was Atlanta as well as somewhere in Cherokee County. Um, where is the... What's the city in Cherokee County? I don't know, but he was he was arrested. Little prick was arrested within hours of the attacks. Let's see. <laughs> I, I love that that they actually they're actually listening to a claim that it wasn't racially motivated. I don't buy that for a second. I really don't. Um Let's see. This guy was apparently heading south too. Apparently, um, even based on the uh, the the because because um, the the mayor of Atlanta, she makes a statement to Keisha Lance Bottoms. Uh, she, let's see. She talks about uh, victim blaming and victim shaming. You know what that means? What? That means some of the people who heard about this story thought that started to think that stuff too about mm-hmm. these spas. 
that's what they're there for. They're very shady for happy endings. Someone got a bitter ending. Uh, even though they apparently the businesses targeted had not been on the city's radar, on the on the city of Atlanta's radar for potential sites of crime or trouble. Uh, let's see. And. Yeah, his uh, little prick's parents got in touch with the with the authorities when they when they saw when they were almost certain that it was him mm-hmm. in the pictures. And this guy was headed to toward uh toward Florida to do more to target more people. Let's see. Somebody named Baker said that he wanted to target some kind of por- some type of porn industry in in Florida. So So yeah, this guy was on some uh some fuckery. And I'm sorry, I don't I don't really I don't really care about what his affliction was, about what any any mental condition was because when you do shit, when you do shit like that, when you when you just fucking kill people for it, that, that that type of shit, I don't know. For me, it just kind of goes out the window. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm not saying I don't believe it, but I just don't care. Mm-mm. Like, dude, this this guy deserves to rot. You know, the story would have been a lot different. It was someone of color, right? If this was if, if the if the shooter was a person of color, uh-huh. oh yeah. Mhm. <laughs> He'd probably be dead. Yep. And, and rather than being oh I asked him uh, and, and he said it's not it's not racially motivated fuck that Mm-mm. how is how is this guy's sex addiction anybody else's problem and how was killing people gonna change it I, I just can't I really can't rest in peace to Delena Ashley Yawn. Yawn. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. I probably am. Rest in peace to Paul Andre Michaels or Michaels. Rest in peace to Zhao Zhe Tan. Rest in peace to Dao Yu Feng. Dao Yu Feng. Feng. Sorry, I'm probably mispronouncing that too. And uh, LCS Hernandez Ortiz. Uh, a speedy recovery. Uh, LCS has been listed as stable. Two shootings in Atlanta and one in Cherokee County, which is like the county basically just above, if I read the map correctly. And he was heading to do more. Mm-mm. Because the, because the world's not not fucked up enough right now that a person who's allegedly aware of their sex addiction couldn't just not kill people like even if you don't give a shit even if you're that much of a sociopath that you don't give a shit about anybody but yourself you have to at least rationalize wouldn't it wouldn't it just be cheaper to go get some help rather than kill people like uh, what part of what like no okay uh, i i'm not i'm not gonna get there i'm a, I'm a rational thinker so i'm not gonna get there you are Final thoughts? You should rot in hell. Uh, yeah. Honestly. Mm-mm. Uh, 
just I, I don't know I, I don't even know what to say about this without going on, on to, into another rant so we definitely have more on on, on this Republican nonsense the uh, the true know nothing party so um, one big thing here is Mitch McConnell, minority leader Mitch McConnell, he thinks that people don't need a stimulus. He's not the only one, of course. A bunch of the Republicans think this. And, um, shit, maybe, no, you know what, I, 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 I ragged on Manchin enough for now. Hmm? So... McConnell thinks we're headed for a boom. He thinks that people have been... Remember when he said that he thinks that people have been sitting on piles of cash ready to spend? Ready to stimulate the economy? Mm-hmm. Who? Who's sitting on piles of cash waiting to stimulate the economy? Not me or anybody I know. No. That's, that's What are you going to do with your $1,400? I'm going to buy a yacht, a mansion, oh go around goodness. the world... I think I might get a, a jet. You're going to buy a mansion? A mansion. Right. <laughs> nah, he, he should... Uh, I want to see him work with, the, with, work with some minimum wage for a while. <laughs> nah, I'm going to buy an island. That's a great idea. Yeah. Now that's investment. You know what? I think I'm just going to retire. Right. Just retire. Just COVID retirement. Yeah. Since, that, since that's what they think this is, not only are we headed for a boom, but according to Senator McConnell, Senator Rich Mitch, we, uh, this boom that we're headed for cannot be credited towards these, this uh, $1.9 trillion uh, stimulus or you know, relief bill, the American Rescue Plan. Huh. It cannot be attributed to that. So, so we were just kind of we're just, we were just kind of riding riding the wave or we're, so, or something like that. I'm like doing a steer wheel motion <laughs> for riding the wave. Yes, this is how you ride waves, people. So so we're just we're just uh, you know just vibing, just coasting, kick, push, coast. Yeah. Um. I don't even know. I don't even know how to put this in into into into, into sentences either. We're just coasting, we're just stacking our bread, we're just, you know, making more money than ever, making more money than we would on the job from unemployment, and we're just going to invest it, we're just saving it, and, we're, and, we're, and when, it times, when it comes time to go back to work, we're probably not going to go right back to work because all the money we made and, and invested and it came back already in a day, uh, you know, ten t- tenfold, we're all set for life. Like, if he wasn't so hypnotized by the money from his donors, I think this guy's just stupid. No, they're 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 just playing the game for their donors. Like you, you gotta you gotta you gotta discern uh that evil misdirection from somebody misdirecting you because they just don't know what the fuck to do. Because they're just stupid. I like this too. 
So, the Fox and Friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call them the Fox and Friends, like the foxes and hounds. Faff. The Faff. The Faff. Uh, Mr. Mr. Ducey and Mr. Air, is it Earhart? Einhart? Einhart? And Mr. fucking Kilmeade. Stupid ass Brian Kilmeade. So they're saying, this must be bad because um, no Republicans voted for it. The great unifier, Joe Biden, the great unifier, and the, the unity bill. This was supposed to be bipartisan, but none of the none of the Republicans voted on it. Yeah, why don't you get in their faces? <laughs> like, <laughs> and um, then Kilmeade wants to, wants to talk about how how uh, President Biden should thank Trump. Thank Trump for what? For the millions of people that died. Thank Trump for what? You gotta go on the higher pitch so I can understand the song. Oh, sorry. I'm doing like the troll with my whole face. Yeah, I think I think I've been listening to different beats in that song. No, that's a different part, I think. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I never liked that song. I never liked it. I like, you know, I like Little John, but you know, and I and I'm and I'm happy that he's uh happy that he's getting a check from that, but you know, just that whole that whole craze just wasn't for me. But anyway, um he the same motherfucker, Kilmeade, he also is talking about how how he he's like He's like displeased that people keep bringing the conversation back to how many people died. Like, bro, if you're if if a family member of yours, you know, was what was among those dead, you wouldn't want to stop talking about it either, right? Mm. Imagine losing one of your family members to a pandemic that is still going on. Feels like we're back in the fucking dark ages. How do you screenshot on a damn iPhone? Uh, you gotta. Where's your home button? You gotta press the home button and the the lock button at the same time. Yeah. I hate this. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not that hard. Oh my goodness, it's so hard. Goodness, baby, you'll be alright. <laughs> I believe in you. So, what's some more of this uh, craziness that's going on? Uh, 75% of Americans favored the American Rescue Plan. I'm sure they liked it even more in its, in its prior form. Um, oh. For, for all my people on the left, I just want you to remember. Well, let's talk to the people on the right first. For all my people on the right, the people that y'all voted for did this. Made it weaker. And still voted no on it. I I would love to know what you have to say about that. They have to answer for this. And if you're going to let them do what Roger Wicker is doing, and what I'm about to talk about, what Mitch McConnell tried to do, um... Then you're you're just gonna keep getting more of the same, and next time they're gonna be they're gonna have a a, tr- a version of Trump that's more prepared for the people being the people, and they're gonna have uh, more systems in place 
to to make sure that Trump's Trump's wet dream about staying in power is more possible with a stronger demagogue, a more powerful demagogue, for lack of a better way to say this. And uh, to my people on the left. To the left, to the left. Are we dipping? <laughs> Baby dip? Let's keep it real here. Um, we knew what the Republicans were going to do. We know that the Republicans are just, they're just interested in what their corporate donors want. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, that's they're, they're following the money. They're not really even following their constituencies. I have a question. When did the GOP become so corporate hungry? They seem to have been the party of big business ever since the Industrial Revolution, really. The second Industrial mm-hmm. Revolution. Interesting. It seems like they went straight to work on big business right around the time they got bored with civil rights. They got bored. They got bored with civil rights. That was that was really it. They were the party of civil rights through the eighteen, you know, through the 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 rest of the eighteen sixties. Well, through through the whole eighteen sixties, I'd say. And Grant's presidency was focused on, well, partially, to some degree, focused on getting the. You know, on maintaining Reconstruction or at least maintaining voting rights for freed African Americans. Maintaining just kind of making a better life. But a lot of a lot of it just surrounded, you know, um repatriating a lot of the states and not really making them, you know, not really making these these treasonous governments really suffer much. Hmm. A lot of these people got to come back to Congress and you know, into their old positions. Um, and these these were almost exclusively Democrats um, who were the Confederates. Uh, what's it called? They, I, and I also believe they've also just always been the party of, the party of smaller government. Okay. Because they've always, you know, because they, they were pretty, they seem pretty gung-ho and I, I might be missing, I'm definitely missing some parts here, but they seem to have been pretty gung-ho about, like, oh, the states can handle uh, their reconstruction stuff, to the point where even the whole, you know, even more corrupt bargain, I'd say, in 1876, when when uh, Rutherford Hayes was basically like, tell you what. You Is that me- how he stood? Yeah. <laughs> tell you what. Hand his hip. Yeah, tell you what. I mean, not like you know, not like on a site. He was standing. He was standing tall. Standing, you know. No, no, but I laugh because I laugh because right away you're like he was like, and then he did a pose. Tell you what, <laughs> sorry. He's like, look, look, Sam. Look, Sam. I'll tell you what. Sam, I am. Yeah, Sam Tilden. Hmm. Um. I'll I'll take the I'll take Oregon. You know what? And South Carolina. You know what? Give me Florida and uh and, and Louisiana too. <laughs> that's that's all four. That's all four of the ones we're arguing. Yeah, yeah, but but hear me out. Listen, listen, guy. Listen, listen, listen Linda. Listen. Check this out, Sam. You give me those four states. I'll pull the troops out of the south. 
you'll, you'll pull. Wait, that that means that that means that the white man can get back to being the white man. Because that's what that's what they thought being a white man was back then. Just hating, just hating black people. Oh. Yeah, yeah. How does that sound? And I'll be president, and you'll be the hero. That. Yeah, I'll be president. <laughs> you know what, Hayes? Get yourself a goddamn deal. <laughs> Just like um, what was the what was the name of the character in uh in the racial draft? You got yourself a goddamn deal. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's probably not how Rutherford Hayes spoke. In fact, I probably got the voices mixed. But then again, I'm also just ju- ju- just judging off the appearances, and Samuel Tilden looked like a squirrely racist guy. He wasn't like he wasn't like looking for looking for people to call the N word. But as soon as he caught, but as soon as he saw a black person, he'd think the N word. Yeah, I'm certain of this. You were there. I was there. You yeah. were a fly. I was. I was. Wall. I was there, living in New York, and and our, and Sam Tilden was our governor. Hmm. Yeah. At the time, at the time of him running for president, he was the governor, and Hayes was, I believe, the governor of Ohio. What's up with so many so many presidents coming from Ohio? They got nothing else to do. Especially like in that yeah, in those times, there must have been nothing to do but but try to be a politician. You know what, Timothy? You look like the face of someone who could scam people. You should go into politics. Listen, Timothy, you lost the primary. But listen, President Grant wants you in his cabinet. Mm. Why? Because you guys are friends. You guys have been friends since. How long have you guys been friends? Mm. Like a year? Yeah, man. It's the 1800s. You know how much happens in a year? I'm just saying. I was worried about how we were going to do in 1864. And then 1865 comes around. And then Ulysses knocks on my door and he says, We, we did it. We won. Mm. Yeah, because that's probably, that's probably how people talked in that time. <laughs> Yeah, so that that uh, that compromise. Um, but yeah, they've they've been the party of small government and big business and and um, the American dream that unregulated business has the potential to go big and all unre- un- all businesses should be mostly unregulated because they too can become multi million dollar corporations. Corporations weren't even a fucking thing when the Republican Party was founded. And as for the Democrats, they've always been the party of big government. Uh, they were just really bad at it because of the northern northern faction that was all big government, big government first, then no, wait, big government first, then big business, then racism when there's time. Mm. Whereas the southern, the southern Democrats were like racism first, then lynching, then business if there's time. Then we'll get to government. No, you know what? Government second. Then lynching. Then business. Hmm. That was... That, that, that seemed like the whole thing. Um... Because remember, they... They ran the... They, they had the whole solid south for a generation after the, after the Reconstruction ended. And they started putting poll taxes for... Poll taxes and literacy tests. Yeah. 
for um, for for black voters, and basically eradicated the the power of the Republican Party in the South for a very long time. Not to mention, you know what? Since we're here, since we're here, since we're talking about this, mm-hmm. um, we got to talk about the filibuster and how uh... the filibuster is a piece of shit. I remember when I remember when back when I was in back when I was in civics class and I remember how we were learning about this stuff and I and I would I once you know it occurred to me so I tell my teacher well that makes congress far and away the strongest branch she asked me why what makes me think that they can override the president well yeah but it takes a lot does it though? Mm-mm. It's it doesn't seem to be taking quite as much as it used to. Mm-mm-mm. I remember when I was in in I think it was middle school and I was learning about yeah middle seventh grade seventh class the I think the word is so funny filibuster. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that the way that the civics teacher described it was that. You can basically, in order to get something to get voted on, you can basically stand there and sing and dance and ramble on for hours and hours at a time just to get people distracted from voting on a cause. And I'm just like, why does that even exist? Why is that even a thing? That was my reaction back then, and I was in seventh grade. I was like, why? And I remember he, he... he even like the way that he described that he would like walk and walk like moving his arms all in the classroom. I could do this for hours, and the moment I see someone distracted, like hey, listen to me, and I can keep on dancing. He's like just so so they don't so just so they can get their way. I was like it's basically a tantrum. It is, and it can go on for hours and hours, and you need sixty people to be like okay, ya está bueno, <laughs> we're gonna vote now. You need 60. But see, see, I'm going to keep it real. If it was me, I would be like, oh, let's see how long you can last. Let's see this bitch. Let's see how long you can last. Uh-huh. We're going on what? Oh, you need a 60th person? Hold on. Hold on. I need to see how long we can go. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, I wait on. But you feel me? Like, <sighs> so this was... Again, literally, it, it takes a super majority to decide we're going to vote now. And then it takes a simple majority to say, to, to decide, you know, to, to actually decide the vote. So it's almost like, it's almost like if you have, I don't know, what else could I compare it to? Well, while you think about that, I like this article that I found on the Rolling Stones why uh it's the filibuster's ugly history and why it must be scraped scrapped it looks like that's the word sorry you know me two peas baby sorry well baby you know me i can't read as you go on to read right um so basically uh the the case for the senate filibuster rule is not based on a simple uh, partisanship but it's more of a concern for the american democracy because it becomes a problem of how normal politics uh, and parties the, and the self-interest in particular topics. It gives power. It gives way too much power to the minority. It really does. Yeah. 
It literally just says that if if I can get 41 people to be like, nah, we're not going to vote yet. Mm-hmm. I can just keep doing the fuckery that I'm doing and pass the fuckery on to somebody else when I get tired. There was Reaganism? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's basically our modern... Modern Republicanism is basically Reaganism that morphed into uh, into Trumpism. No, that's a cult. Trumpism is a cult. Let's keep it real. I'm just oh saying, my god, they're talking about be, demagogues. Yeah. There wouldn't there wouldn't be uh there the wouldn't be the Trumpism. Same article? Nah. Oh. There wouldn't be Trumpism if there if if there weren't Reaganism. Mm. Re- Reagan, I think I, I think that Reagan had to uh Reagan had to walk so that so that um so that Donald Trump could like wheeze down the hall. <laughs> More like waddle. Try to catch his breath. More like waddle. <laughs> <laughs> waddle while he wheezes. Waddle. Or wheeze while he waddles. Waddle while he wheezes. Waddle while he sneezes. When he sneezes, just a lot of cheeses. I don't know. I'm sure, orange? <laughs> I'm sure. I, I, I'm just gonna. I was just gonna. You know, tack that up to his health. Yeah. The way he's the way he's treated his body over these almost eighty years of his life. Uh, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised if he sneezed and cheese came out. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cheese puff. Um. Now, I don't remember the first big use of the filibuster, but just about every time, it's, it's, to, block, it's to block civil rights legislation. Usually, yeah. Like, the biggest one that, that I was reading about was Strom Thurmond. Now, you might have heard, you might, might have remember that name, our avid listeners remember the name Strom Thurmond from that time that I was talking about the 1948 election. Which I don't. I don't even remember what episode that was in. What are you watching? This was the term limits at, uh, video that I found. I don't. Remember, I don't even remember how. I, oh, I found it because Twenty Second Amendment. That's oh. right. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> so. Oh, and apparently China is gonna. Oh no, this was three years ago. Oh, I have examples of filibusters, but. Um, oh, hit us. No, no, no. Go ahead. Keep up with the thought. So Strom Thurmond, in you you might have this up too. Strom Thurmond in nineteen fifty seven. He was a he was the Dixiecrat. Oh wow, he looks way worse in this picture than oh, in the God. ones that I've seen of him prior. Let's talk about sunblock. Sun- Sunscreen. What, yeah, what's the, what's that good? What's sunblock gonna do to Jupiter? That nigga looks like the surface of Jupiter. Jesus, baby. In a bad way for for like I understand. Oh yeah, look, I'm reading about Strom Thurmond. Yeah, so in 1957, he filibustered. For 24 hours. And 18 minutes. Oh, and 18 minutes. 24 hours and a cherry on top. To block civil rights legislation under the Eisenhower presidency from going to a vote. Sorry, I just read one. I'm going to share with you guys later. that's, that's That's the main one that I got here. All right, I got a few. So in 1935, Senator Huey Long of Louisiana spoke nonstop for 15 hours to prevent his political enemies in Louisiana from obtaining lucrative jobs with the National Recovery Administration. He held the floor by reading from plays of Shakespeare and reciting recipes for fried oysters. Yeah, he seems like the type. I got another one. Real quick, actually, just about Huey Long. So this guy was a populist, and he was, he he didn't think that 
FDR's New Deal was radical enough to help poor people. So this guy exemplifies what the Democratic Party was about in this time. Helping poor people, just poor white people. But again, the, the, you know, the, the Democratic Party, even from its inception, technically was the party of the common man, the common white man, but basically when history straightened itself out, it started to make a lot more sense. I like that. Yeah. When the parties just kind of went like this, yeah, it made it made a lot more sense. But go ahead. Um, okay, we have Senator Strom Thurmond of South Carolina who spoke for 28, 28, 24 hours and 18 minutes against the Civil Rights Act of 1957. Mm. And he has the record for the longest uninterrupted filibuster in the history of the U.S. Senate. That's fucking psychotic. 1986, Senator Alphonse D'Amato of New York. He held the Senate floor for 23 hours and 30 minutes to oppose a military spending bill. He did so by reading from the phone book. Can you imagine? Starting with the letter A. I'm sorry, why did he do this again? He was trying to oppose a military spending bill. Oh wow, that actually wait. Was it was it too low or too high for him? I don't know, it doesn't say more details. He was the chairman of the Senate Banking Committee. Yeah. He was a Republican and he's the most recent re- he's the most recent Republican senator from New York. Is he alive? He is still alive, yeah. Oh, how old is he? He is eighty three. Oh. Turns 84 this year. He served wow. from 81 he's, to 99. He's been married a few times. Oh, no, just two. It, just, oh. it makes it look like more. Okay. All righty. And then in 2013, Senator Paul Rand of Kentucky spoke nearly... Wait. 13 hours. Rand Paul. Paul Rand. Oh, they got it wrong. It's Rand Paul. Oh, you look it up just in case. Yeah, you know Rand. You're gonna know his face as soon as you see him. Rand Paul. This stupid motherfucker. Oh, the dude, the yeah. Corey Matthews hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Evil Corey Matthews. Yeah. Okay, so Paul Rand. No, it is Rand Paul. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Ron Paul's son. Okay, Senator. Senator oh. Ron Paul's son. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it really, he really is Ron Paul's son. Oh, Ron Paul. Okay. He of Kentucky spoke nearly 13 hours. Stop, baby. <laughs> I know. This is even better. He of Kentucky. No, keep going. Do your thing. Okay. Spoke nearly 13 hours questioning the potential use of drones on U.S. soil. Senator Rand's intention was to delay the Senate confirmation of John O. Brennan as the director of the Central, of the Central Intelligence Agency, CIA. Wait a second. So he want he wanted to talk about drones being used on American soil. <laughs> yeah. Just to de- just to delay somebody being confirmed as head of the CIA. I guess. Like, <laughs> Listen, if it was me, I'll be like, all right, guys. It all started in 1989 when everyone's life changed. Do you want to know why? Tell us why. Cyrix, you look like you want to know why. I do want to know why. You want to know why? And that's Senator Cyrix to you. Oh, sorry. Sorry, (laughs) Senator Cyrix. This was because I was born. Was I born in a hospital? No. 
I was born in the streets, but <gasps> not from the hood. Although Alapata can, uh, Alapata adjacent is like the semi good hood. Maybe <laughs> we don't know. So yeah, I was born. You know these senators, <laughs> right? Half, half of them have never been to the hood in their life. Hood like neighborhood. <laughs> yes. Pa- Paul, he's talking about the ghetto. Uh, that's where. That's where, that, that's where the black people are. <laughs> Like you that. know that's how those motherfuckers I talk. Like the acting. It looks like you're holding on to your pearls. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's where the black people live. It's like and, and, and the Mexicans. The Mexicans of different colors and sizes with different accents. Yeah. Um I, I was listening to this this ex boyfriend of mine, he he was playing some music one time. He it was this this uh, the the mad villain. And the mad villain was talking about uh Reckless naked girls getting necklaces and pearls. I. <gasps> How dare they try to come into our culture? Culture? Into, yeah, into, into their jewelry culture, yeah, right? right? Jeez. But yeah, those are the filibusters, baby. I love this. I love this too. Why were you laughing? What is up with that dramatic picture? That's Paul Rand. And on his. The first thing on his article is not to be confused with American politician Rand Paul. Oh, now, let me tell you guys how I got to this page. This is kind of ironic, though, because I got this from dummies.com. Well, dummies done messed up. Dummies done fucked up, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I, this is perfect because Rand Paul, the first thing on his page is not to be confused with Ron Paul or Paul Rand. Rand Paul, his name is Randall Paul. <laughs> Randall with one L. I don't know why. I don't really care why. Randall. Right? So you, so you say it faster? Randall. Yeah, because it is Randall. That's Randall. True. Okay, that makes sense. Randall. Yeah. Randall? Randall. He's bet Randall. You, bet you. Bet you there's some Dominican with that name. There's definitely a Randall Pablo out there. <laughs> there's definitely a Dominican dude named Randall Pablo. <laughs> shout out Randall. Shout out Randall Pablo. So, uh, between 1917 and 1970, Mm -hmm. the filibuster was used like 49 times total. Since 2010, Mm -hmm. the filibuster has been used an average of 80 times per year. 80 times per year. That means they don't care about bipartisanship anymore. Mm Mm-mm. They're just like, okay, we're just going to get our way by just blocking it. We're just going to get our way by blocking it. What party is using it more? What party is using it more? Especially since 2010, the Republican Party. Whichever party was against civil rights, really. Because because Strom Thurmond was a Democrat. Mm. Uh, So, let me see. Here it is. Civil rights didn't pass. And uh, this is from, this is from, uh, I got this from a quote. And I think it's really important. For 87 years, every single civil rights bill that came before Congress, and there were many, from the end of Reconstruction in 1877 to the first time a civil, a Southern filibuster was broken in 1964, every single civil rights bill that came before the Senate was systematically forced to clear a supermajority threshold. And they were unable to do so. Hmm. And so they all failed. 
Huh. What? Civil rights? Uh, no. I, I don't, I don't want to vote on that. Sorry, those are words I don't understand. Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna talk. Um, and another statistic from there, uh, when Gallup polled federal anti-lynching laws in 1937, people supported, 72% of the people polled, uh, supported anti-lynching laws. 72%, including a majority support in the South. Anti-poll tax laws had upwards of 60% support. The country was ready for these civil rights laws, but because of the supermajority threshold, they didn't pass in the Senate. Because of uh, some stupid, basically made-up rule. I mean, all rules are made up, but you know. But some stupid-ass ego-linked rule. Some stupid ass. Uh, we're not gonna. We don't want your. We don't want your agenda. We want. Uh, we want to make money for ourselves. So yeah, no, I don't think. We... And of course, you know, most of those people themselves were racist. Most of these uh, these senators who who were who were basically down with the filibuster, they were glad to, to not have to be the one putting their name on. Oh, uh, um, on on some civil rights legislation or blocking civil rights legislation that they don't want anyway. They were glad to do it. Just like how um, it's a good thing that this that this vote and uh, this vote uh, with you know the the minimum wage was forced because we got to we got to know who the eight senators are uh, on the Demo- on the on the Democratic caucus who signed against it or who mm-hmm. went against it. We got to remember these people's names. That's it. We got Vote to remember names. We got to primary them. That's that's what has to be done. Vote them out. Yeah. Bring a bring a bigger, stronger democrat in. Get more progressives in there. Hell yeah. Get people who really want to do shit. And uh keep your eye on people. Cause what's her name got you know got got uh, the Senate by by making people believe that she was progressive. Can't stand her. Fucking uh, Kristen Kirsten Cinema, and now look what happened. Um, I think some shit happened like in Nevada or something, either Nevada or Arizona, where the the uh, Democratic uh, they were they were uh, the Democratic Party of that state was doing their like elections for leadership. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of progressives were elected, and the establishment Democrats were not happy, and they basically took all the money out of the uh, accounts out. Can they do that? Apparently, they can if they got the if they got the codes or whatever. I don't remember the exact details of it, but yeah, basically all the money that they had has been taken, has been removed mm. from their accounts, or from the from the party accounts. That is. Oh my god. Yo. Pettiness at its at its finest. They, but that's what they know. Yeah, it just goes to show you that the Democratic leaders and the Republican leaders, the establishment wings of those two parties, they're oh, not so different. This is what you she voted no. <laughs> Crimson Cinema. You know what her 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 nickname is? Doctor No. <laughs> How much is worth? How much? Because she was the only one of those eight senators who
whose uh, either worth or um, wealth was not was not listed in that one tweet. Oh, but I found it on Ballotpedia. Oh, let's hear it. Hold on, if I can find her. Her net worth, well, her base salary right now is one hundred seventy-four thousand. This was only fifteen dollar minimum wage. Of course not. And this is interesting. Her net worth as of twenty twelve is negative thirty two thousand five hundred. Ooh, she was in the hole. This is interesting. She was in the hole, and what was she doing then? Um, I don't know what she was doing prior to this. Cause she was a she was a representative for Arizona. Yeah, from twenty thirteen. Oh, okay. Look at this. She's been in she's been in Arizona politics for a minute. So. She she first represented, she was first in the Arizona House, representing the 15th District, from 05 to 11. Then she served, I guess, a single term in the Arizona Senate, 15th District as well. Look at that. Is, are they the same? Is that how it works? I gotta check. No, wrong send or wrong house. Arizona House has sixty. Arizona Senate has thirty. Oh, so I guess they just each they they just double up, probably. Mm. I don't know, but twenty eleven to twenty twelve. Uh, it was less than a year, so I don't know what happened. In fact. Let's see what happened. Oh, maybe she... No, I just plain don't know what happened. Because she was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives, representing Arizona 9, in 2012. Several months after her term as an Arizona state senator ended. And she took office 2013. Uh, she went until 2019, and um, let's see. That wasn't a, that wasn't really like her term wasn't really affected because in 2018 she won the she won the senate the senate race to represent Arizona in the U.S. Senate, mm. and that's what she's been doing. So maybe it was during that time in the Senate in the in the state Senate. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Look at that. She was she was called the most liberal member of the Arizona State Legislature. Yeah, that's not true. Also, check her out looking like she looking like she belongs on Law and Order in this picture. Dun dun. She looks like she works for the for the DA. Or does, yeah, she she looks like she uh she replaces Oh, I found her resume. She replaces uh she looks like she replaces Cabot. She looks like Cabot. A little bit. So she graduated from Brigham Young, Brigham Young University with a BA in 95. She was a social worker from 95 to 2002. As a social worker, she would have definitely voted for those $15 minimum wage. She graduated from uh, ASU, Arizona State University, with a mass, with an MS, so I'm saying what, in 99. In 2004, she graduated with a JD. Oh, maybe I can go get a JD. Just don't turn into her. Yeah, no. Um, she was part of the House of Representatives from 2005 to 2011. 2005 to present. 
No, no, no. I was just reading her. Hold on, hold on. 2005 to present says she's an attorney? Oh. Interesting. I but I was I was just I was just reading the dates of her prior. Yeah, yeah, no, that's wrong. I mean, this is wrong. That's right. <laughs> she could have she could have been a practicing attorney since then. Well, yeah, I mean, she got her JD in 20, 2004. Interesting. She was an instructor for Center for Progressive Leadership. Oh. Guess she forgot everything she learned. Yeah. She campaigned against Proposition One Zero Seven, which was ban, which was supposed to ban the recognition of same-sex marriage and civil unions in Arizona. Uh, she campaigned against Proposition One Hundred Two, which would would ban another reverend that would ban sa- same um, the recognition of same-sex marriage in Arizona. Is she the one that's bisexual? Yeah. Is she? It really seems though? like that's all she cares about. It seems like it's it, that's what I'm seeing here. That's what I'm understanding. She wants to champion for all the things that progressives care about, but she's really only going to get in your face about LGBTQIA stuff. Mm. Not that that stuff's not important. But that's what hits her closest. It, yeah, it, seem, it seems With like it's only, it's only about... With a salary of $174,000, she doesn't care about the $15 minimum wage. But the thing is, she, this that should hit her closely, too. That should hit her at home, too. But that's what she campaigned on. her home... Was a gas station for three years. Her home after her, I I, I don't know I don't know if I just talked if I just said this you know in our in one of our conversations or if I said this on the show, but I remember watching an interview of hers where she, she's talking about how her dad lost his job, her mom was the only one working in the family, for, and for three years they lived in an abandoned gas station. Wow. No, it was because I remember doing the, it was it was definitely on the last episode because I remember doing the math of, of uh, what fraction of her childhood that was. It's not hard math; it's a sixth. But um, but see, that's what then she should remember. I guess not. She, uh, by part. Oh, and she she voted with Donald Trump's position roughly twenty five percent of the time, the third most of any senator, of any Democratic senator anyway, behind Joe Manchin and her fellow um, U.S. senator from Arizona, Mark Kelly. I remember somebody told me, "You hate this man so much that you can't see the good he's done," and I'm like, "The bad overpowers so much the good that I can't see, you know, the good at all." Is there anything good? Is there anything good? It seems like all he really did was um, inflame, a, inflame a bunch of like you know, res- like misdirected resentment that was already there, in a lot of people, and elect a bunch of conservative judges, and deny that this deadly pandemic is deadly. Deny, deny, deny. Oh, and get the COVID vaccine behind everyone's back. Oh, that too. Mm-hmm. And take the single greatest economic expansion in his, in American history and be like, I don't know, maybe we should pump the brakes and just tell people we're doing great. See that virus in the distance? I'm going to ram it. Wow. That's basically it. He slow, Things slowed down under him after 75 months of expansion under President Obama. Now, I'm not saying the the whole working class was seeing all that. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to hear any bullshit about how he made this economy any better 
when literally it was he 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 literally just, his administration just slowed down the greatest growth mm-hmm. that this country has ever seen. What's the what was the what's the point of anything then? If, if like <laughs> y'all y'all want a y'all want a trophy for being there. That's it. And then want to then want to call us the snowflakes. Oh, he should thank President Trump. Shut the fuck up, Brian Kilmeade, and just don't open your mouth again. Just that nigga ain't got nothing good to say. And now I'm talking. No, I don't. I don't even. It doesn't even matter what I'm, whether I'm talking about Trump or Kilmeade. Neither of them has anything good to say. <laughs> but Kilmeade's got a pretty a pretty punchable face. He does. Most of them do. He's the frog looking one. He looks like a sad Kermit. <laughs> See, he needs to be canceled. Right? I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't even remember what was up with the Muppets. Honestly, I didn't even look into that. The Muppets are being canceled. I saw something about that. Why? I don't know. You know what we should cancel? Bills. I'm down. They they hurt my feelings. Yeah. I'm so over them. They stress me out. I feel like bills just offend me. They just, they offend me all day. They offend me to my core. They offend me as an American. Right. They offend me as a working person. They just offend me as a human. That's a great article. You know what? Article, no, argument. That's Th- it. That should be my whole article. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cancel bills, baby. Cancel bills. Starting with rent. Starting then with... power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we gotta do it month by month. So, take out rent and mortgage right off the bat in, uh, in March. Then in April... We stop, we stop paying power, or not stop paying, take away power bills. You're sounding like a socialist. Then in May, take away, um, take away light bill. no, power bills and light bills are generally the same. Uh, in May, anybody whose heat wasn't tied to their power, you know, take away that bill, but also take away, um, water bills in May. In June... Internet bills, gone. In July, TV bills, gone. In August, cell phone bills. Can In you pay my September, bills? Um, landline bills. Do those still exist? Yeah. In October. What's left? Oh, car notes in October. Car yeah, notes. yeah, I know. I know it sucks to to that that car notes have to wait till October, but you know, at least after October, no more. <laughs> uh, and November, um, shit. School loans. Oh yeah, yeah. November school loans forgiven entirely. And and then Dece- then in December. Uh, Ooh, in December, the government can just pay itself all the, uh, all all the uh, all all the back taxes. That's it. Yeah, that's everything. And then everything that remains, uh, any any bills that remain. I don't know about y'all, but after after all those things, I'd just be left with, <laughs> I'd just be left with my with my with my Spotify bill. <laughs> Sounds like a plan, baby. Right. If only. 
Somebody's gonna hear this and just like stop, stop paying all their <laughs> gradually. Yeah, it's like that's it. All right, you said July what? <laughs> no, no, they said it. They said it on the podcast. They said it. <laughs> it's like Mr. Smith. I listened to the entire episode because I am an avid listener of this podcast, and they said it should be that way. That's not what they said. That's not what I heard. That's not what I heard. That's not what I heard. Mr. Smith, did you hear that Trump said that you had to inject Lysol and disinfectant into your system? That's not what he said. That's not what he said. Yeah, it turns out Mr. Smith is a boogaloo boy. <laughs> it's a what boy? He's a boogaloo boy. Or a proud boy. Or both. I don't know. Or both. <laughs> I don't know. Does it matter? They both look alike to me. I like that. Or both. Yeah. Proud boys and boogaloo boys all look alike to me. Mm. Yes. I said that shit. <laughs> Yeah, something about a non, something about a non-racist just looks different. Just looks distinguishable. It looks like they have distinct traits, and then a racist just, they're just like reduced to like a stick drawing on the bathroom. I cannot with you, baby. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. I also uh, was stumbling upon like types of caucuses, but we got I got I got to talk talk about types of congressional caucuses at a, at a later time, because I, I I've only gotten the surface level and they just seem outside of. Democratic and Republican and like progressive and conservative caucuses, any other caucuses seem pointless, but we'll get there. So, Mitch McConnell, he's also threatening scorched earth politics. He's saying if they get rid of the filibuster, that that horrible thing that, uh, you know, it's already going to be enough of an obstacle to get rid of because Joe Manchin loves it, because Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. They have they they went they go on like family trips with the filibuster every year. <laughs> they tuck the filibuster in for bed every night. You know, they serve the filibuster lunch every single every single day. This sounds disgusting. <laughs> Here you go. Here's a civil rights bill. A lot of people would have loved this, but we know that we had to uphold you. That is awful. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, you know who you know who else is is a problem with this with this uh, the the ARPA. Ooh. Rick Scott. Oh. Yeah, former governor, now senator. Just long time jackass. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so I did not don't, expect that. Don't be sorry for laughing. <laughs> sorry, I did not expect that. <laughs> That's good. That means it landed. <laughs> You're funny. So, Rick Scott, um, he thinks that 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 local governments should send back the stimulus money. Why? Why? No, honestly, clearly Rick Scott has spent way too much time with with Ted Cruz. And the former governor or the former mayor of Co- of Colorado City, because they think, because Rick Scott seems to think that people will just, you know, hunker down and make it through on their own. Meanwhile, this guy loves getting money from the federal government, and stealing from the federal government. And he was out. Yeah, he was ousted from his company after. Um, I actually I don't even know the order of op- the order of events, but I know that they were that under his 
Under his watch, Columbia HCA was found guilty of 14 counts of some type of fraud. 14 counts of some type of fraud. That says a lot. Might as well just call it Scott, uh, Scott fraud. And when when he was forced out of the company, it's not like it's not like he was fired like you know like any like any other person from a company would be fired. He left with three hundred million dollars worth of stock from this company. He he was given a severance pay of five point one million dollars. Why? Five point one million dollars, and because by because forcing somebody out of uh, somebody out of the executive position of a company is a good way of telling them they're fired. Um, instead, this this company who's clearly a bunch of geniuses decided, hey, we know you're we know you're like quote unquote fired and all quote unquote fired. But how about consulting for the next five years with us? <laughs> Mm, I don't know. I don't know Nine, if I would trust someone who's committing fraud. Nine hundred fifty thousand, dude. Nine hundred fifty thousand a year. Okay, fine. Let's do it. Wow. This guy has millions on millions. Literally, if his millions, if his millions were individual people, they would be sitting on top of each other like fucking sardines. His millions have millions, and he wants to talk about um, that these people don't need aid, that they'll hunker down and make it through. Fuck you, Rick Scott. I remember, and I've probably mentioned this before, uh, a teacher mentioning when he ran uh, for governor the first time against Alex Sink, or was it the second time? Rick Scott... I think it was the first time. Yeah, it was the first time because it was the it was the 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 race of twenty of twenty ten against Alex Sink. I remember this teacher said, "I'm gonna vote for Scott because I'd rather work. I'd rather vote for a corrupt businessman than somebody who doesn't know how to run a business." These were probably the same people that voted for Trump because he was a successful businessman. I hope I hope she didn't go that far. This is this is a female teacher too. Mm. I I hope she didn't go that far, but think about how many women supported Trump, mm. especially how many white women. Mm. And the teacher about whom I'm speaking is a white woman. Mm-mm-mm. I could look. I could see her getting on board with all the corporate bullshit. She just she didn't give me. Never mind. I I I I didn't get enough vibes to know whether or not she's a sexist. <laughs> what grade were you in? This was senior year. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this teacher drove a Jaguar. Everybody knew her as the teacher as the teacher who drives a Jaguar. That's interesting. Yeah. Can teachers afford a Jaguar? Probably not. Was your principal a male? Uh, at, yeah, so all four years he was all four. He was the same guy, and yeah, he was a male. The last time I had a female principal was elementary school. No, that's not true. That's not true. Um, when the same principal from high school got that job, he was he was um, before that he was the principal of my middle school. And partway into partway into uh, into my sixth grade year, he was offered the job 
of being principal of my high school. And um, the person who took over, the, the, the acting principal, or at least no, the, the, the acting principal was the principal who would, who would later become principal of 7th and 8th grade. But the principal before that time, who took over for the rest of the year, was a woman. That's the last female principal I've had. Mm. And I don't know who the deans were at in, in university, so I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't know who was who. Um, so yeah, that kind of shit's going on. And lo and behold, Ron DeSantis is against Rick Scott on this. So, for the first and possibly only time, um, I kind of agree with Ron DeSantis. Not probably not entirely. I, I, I could I could see I could see Florida needing a bigger piece of that pie. I mean, granted. Ron DeSantis probably isn't isn't for the pie just being bigger so that more people can get a slice. But he doesn't have to worry about that because he's just the governor of a state, not a U.S. senator, like fuck-ass Rick Scott. He, Rick Scott is the chair of the National Republican Senatorial Committee. Okay, I didn't know junior senators could, could do that. Because hmm. he has been a senator for less time than Marco Rubio. So that he is the junior senator despite being at, looking at least 20 years older. How old is he? Uh, he's he's 68 and yeah and Marco Rubio is 49. So yeah, almost 20 years. Very nice, baby. <laughs> yeah, I think Your math is good as fuck. My math is good as fuck. Uh, they both have evenly punchable faces though. Just I different, can't stand, for different I can't stand reasons. Little Marco. Little Marco. I can't. Oh my goodness. See, he's got the feet. I think I think we're more used to like his punchable face being from Miami. Mm. I don't know if he's from Miami, but I'm saying since we're from Miami, we're just we're more used to seeing punchable faces like this. Yeah. You know, I I I've seen a lot of punchable faces like Richard Lynn Scott. I love that. Mm-hmm. Richard Lynn Scott. And he was born Richard Lynn Myers. So where the hell did the Scott come from? Oh. Okay. Never mind. It was, uh... It was from... It's from his mom. The fact that his mom raised him and she is... And, and, and Scott is her last name. Oh. And, uh... He did not meet his biological father, Gordon Myers, who was apparently an abusive alcoholic. All right, Rick, I'll give you that one. Mm, no. I'll give you that one. Nope, everybody got a sob story. No, I'm just talking about for his name. Oh. I'm not talking about for anything else. <laughs> I mean, think about, uh, what's his name? Ger- Gerald Ford, his name was Leslie Lynch-, Lynch King when he was born. But mm. he took on the name Gerald Ford, I think, after his stepfather. Mm. Like how, um, what, what is it, like how... Like how Chris Rock says, um, I'm talking about the real dad. The real, the one who really does the raisin. Mm. Not to be confused with raisin the fruit. Raisin the fruit? Yeah. Yeah, raisins are, are, they're they're grapes that have dried out. That's right. Dried fruit. Pobrecitos. They're (laughs) ugly and nasty. They're not nasty. I know, you like raisins, I don't. I like craisins. Because you crazy. (laughs) 
walked into that so one. So dried cranberries, y'all. They're delicious Mm-mm. and they're good for you. Mm-mm. In fact, I might go get some today. They're nasty. They're delicious. They're gross. Come on, baby. You know they're delicious. Barf. Ugh. You know what's good? What's good? Cheese sticks. What? Exactly. <laughs> A2D. <sighs> DNA on A2D. They hold on to me so consistent. Oof. You get out of my eye, yeah. Alright. Anyway. The moment y'all been waiting for. It's amendment time. Yeah. Yeah. It's amendment time. Not one through twenty. It's amendment time. Not twenty-one. Yeah. It's amendment time. Cause we talked about prohibition last week. But it's amendment time. Twenty-two. Yeah. It's Amendment time. What's up, to 22. It's amendment time. <laughs> it's amendment time. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. So, the 22nd Amendment, y'all. This is a big one. This is a big one. Section 1. No person shall be elected to the office of the president more than twice and no person who has held the office of president or acted as president for more than two years of a term to which some other person was elected president shall be elected to the office of the president more than once but this article shall not apply to any person holding the office of president when this article was proposed by the congress and shall not prevent any person who may be holding the office of president or acting as president during the term within which this article comes up becomes operative from holding the office of president or acting as president during the remainder of such term. Goodness. Talk about a run-on sentence. Not just that, but also the wording of it. The wording, it's like... We'll we'll get to that in a sec. Section 2. They're trying to confuse us. That's what it is. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislatures of the three-fourths of the several states within seven years from the date of its submission to the states by the Congress. I don't understand why they can't just say, hey, if this is not ratified in seven years, just forget we said it. Yeah. Just forget about it. So, um, I, I'm loving the wording. This article shall not apply to any person holding the office of president when this article was proposed by Congress. When was it proposed by Congress? 1944. Let's see. Uh, it was approved by Congress in 1947. And then it was submitted to to state legislatures for, uh, and then in 1951 is when it was ratified. Who was president during those years? Hmm, I wonder. Who was it? It was Truman. Oh. Yeah, Truman was... Don't trick me like you don't know these things. Like, I wonder. Hmm. (laughs) I was trying to trick that, but... (laughs) Nah, but so, um... Yeah, they were like very careful to say, to say, listen, we know that Truman really only picked up his first term because, um, because FDR died, but we really like Truman. So when this goes into law, don't think about Truman. In fact, if Truman wants to run again, he can run as many times as he wants. We like Truman. We love him. In fact, we love him so much. We're going to make a show about, about him. In fact, it's going to star Jim Carrey. And that's how the Truman Show was great. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. So, um. <laughs> I'm just looking at you like, is this all true? Let me Google this. Nah, 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 nah. nah but um, it, it's very clear that they were very careful to 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 you know. For to to say we don't mean Truman. Because Truman did pick up the like he did not uh, he he only he only went um. Rather, he only campaigned for the presidency once because in 1944 he was campaigning campaigning for the vice presidency under FDR. Um, I don't know what happened with Henry Wallace, but wait, Henry Wallace was the second one, right? Henry A. Wallace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the. He was the the, the 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 vice president during the third term. I don't know what exactly happened between him and FDR, but I guess FDR wanted to appeal more to the South, or he had a really good working relationship with Truman. I don't know, actually. Let's find out. What was Truman doing before he was vice president? He was a senator from Missouri. At least not Ohio. A lot of them are from Ohio. A lot of them are from Ohio. Uh, Grant, Garfield, Hayes. Um, I think Warren Harding is from Ohio too, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. There, that was the, there's the Virginia dynasty, and then there's the Ohio dynasty, <laughs> and the New York dynasty, low key. Mm, yeah. Because FDR, uh, Teddy, um, a few more. We'll come back. Anyway, so, Truman was president during this time, um, rather, he became vice president on, ja- on January 20th, 1945. So he's being sworn in as vice president for the only time, while FDR is being sworn in as president for the fourth time. And so he goes on to only serve for three months. Then FDR dies, oh. and as as has as had already become tradition, Truman becomes president. He's sworn in as president, and Congress was already a little like, you know, weird about about president term limits once FDR got a third election, but then he got elected a fourth time, and they're like, look, World War Two. Yeah, look, this World War Two shit, I. I got it. You get. I feel you. You got it. Granted, with you know, with the Japanese people, you're fucking up, bad, but everything else you're handling. But listen, I don't know if we can do this again. I'm gonna do it again. So he campaigns a fourth time. He wins, and then in 1940, by 1947, they're just like, okay, so no more, no more. We're just gonna. You know, we're just gonna say, "Hey, two what terms." What kind of day? <laughs> two terms. And um, the thing about this, the interesting thing about the about the second the second part of section one, is the fact that it accounts for a situation like LBJ. Huh. Yeah. So even before even before JFK was even was even president. Um, they were prepared for a situation like LBJ. So it says that... It basically says 
if you win, if you if you're elected, you can only serve eight years. If you're if you have to step up to become president, then you can't serve more than ten years. So, if you've served, if you if you've served like uh, Millard Fillmore, if Millard Fillmore were alive in modern times, or rather, if his situation had happened in modern times, if he had become president, let's say a year, let's say Millard Fillmore is Trump's vice president. Some ha- Trump doesn't make it past the past uh, twenty seventeen, or past twenty eighteen. He uh, so so uh, Miller Fillmore assumes the pres the the presidency. Miller Fillmore can only uh, then run once one um you know for one more term. Because after that term he'll have served three years of the f- the first term plus uh, his proper term, and if he runs again he'd run he'd serve he'd serve a total of eleven years. So that's not okay. Right. But. 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 If it was, say, somebody who, like, you know, stepped up in the last year, then they could serve that, you know, they could serve a full term if they win, of course, and then they could run again and serve. And if they win that one, serve that term, too, because it'll be a total of nine years. So 10 years, OK, 11 years, bad. <laughs> that sounds like what the 22nd Amendment's all about, honestly. That's what it really does sound about. That's really it. I mean, we can talk about who ratified it. So, because of this particular amendment, that means that IQ45 can run again. Yeah, technically there's nothing... St- this, this, basically, there's nothing... There has this... How do I word it? This has nothing to do with, with, what, with his situation. Because he just... What he did, he ran... Uh, one, and served a... Well, one in the Electoral College, anyway. And served a full term. He's only served one term. So, if he, if he's elected as somebody's vice president, right? Do you, do you think he want to go as VP? No, of course not. But let's say, let's say in some, let's say the, let's say uh, weird shit happens, and Mike Pence suddenly says that he wants to step up as the leader of the Trump party, and that Trump's going to be his vice president this time around. Yeah. But then Mike Pence wins. Obviously through electoral college, because there's no way that Mike Pence of all people would win a fucking popular vote. He, there's no way. No, I don't. I don't buy it. Uh, he wins the electoral vote in this scenario. Mother will be so disappointed. <sighs> right. But he dies. Uh, he dies one year in, mm. and then Trump, being vice president, steps up to become president. <sighs> <Yeah>. <sighs> After if he if, um, after serving the remainder of Pence's term, he can't run again because mm. he's already got a full presidential term under his belt, plus more than two years of another term. Okay. So yeah, he can't run again because uh, if he were, what you're saying is you're allowing for a possibility of Trump serving eleven years in in um, as president after the Twenty Second Amendment. Eleven years bad, y'all. Like I said. You know what I heard? What'd you hear? Not about this, though. I heard that, uh... I like you're laughing. <laughs> Talk to me. I heard that, what's his face? One of the little Trumps is running for governor of New York. One of the little Trumps? Governor of New York? Yeah. Who? I would say Eric. 
I don't think it was Dawn. Oh no. Oh no. We're both like researching. Right. Oh no, I'm I'm hearing I'm hearing something about about Don Jr. Oh Don Jr. then. Wait. Eric Trump was the attorney general of New York? Oh no no. Eric Trump must be deposed by the New York Attorney General. <laughs> Whew. Does he even have that much like education? I'm no I'm sure he's like educated. I'm just okay, I'm, hold on. I'm sure that his education Brain? is like business. Brains. Brains. Yeah, his degree is in finance and management from Georgetown. Oh, no. Let's see. What about Don Jr.? I wonder if Don Jr. Yeah, it does. Just searching Don Jr. takes me to Donald Trump Jr. He must be. He must feel pretty good about himself about that. Wow. Now, um... Let's see. Where did he go to university? I'm trying to find his... Doesn't say much about his education. Let's see. He, oh, he graduated from Penn. He went to UPenn. Mm. He's an executive... He's he's an executive in the Trump organization and a former boardroom judge in the on The Apprentice. Okay. Whew, that's uh Oh, and DC Attorney General Carl Racine said that he is looking at whether to charge Don Jr. with inciting the violence attack on the US Capitol in the criminal investigation into the attack. Trump Jr. is also a person of interest. In, a, in criminal investigation into possible fraud in D.C. Uh, uh, his picture looks like fraud. He does. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. He he looks like his beard is fraud. He looks like his beard is like drawn on. Like just like somebody just sat there just rubbing a, 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 a crayon. Freaking, yeah, a crayon. Just digging a crayon into his face. That's the, oh jeez no. And um, didn't 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 Don Don Senior come up come out and like say some stupid shit like a little while ago? I don't know. I have I've, I've pretty muted him. Yeah, he, he's, he's like out of mind. What is yo, it? Out of out of, out of sight, sight, out of, out of mind? mind. Yeah, he's really he's really trying to lay low. Yeah, he's having all these parties and like extravaganzas at Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, at the part that they at the part that they want him in, because don't most of those residents not want him there? Yeah. Jeez. So I just wonder who actually owns Mar-a-Lago. Who actually owns it? Maybe we'll find out. Maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Hikes prices as membership nears cap. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, they would do that. Assets owned by the Trump Organization. Okay, so it may be, it may be owned by the Trump Organization. That's what we know so far. 
Uh, let me think. So I don't really have much else to say about the 22nd Amendment. Oh, although I did learn this. After serving two terms or serving basically the cap set by this amendment, um, after sir after like after this, you're no longer eligible to be president. And per this this is shout out to Hip Hughes for this. Per the Twelfth Amendment, any person who's not eligible to be president can't be eligible to be vice president. Mm. Therefore, his example was like Bill Clinton, because this was, this was a few years back. So his example was Bill Clinton possibly being a being like Hillary Clinton's uh, VP pick. It was obviously unrealistic, but you know that was just an example he threw out. Okay. That can't be because Bill Clinton has already served eight years as president for two terms of which he was duly elected. Duly elected, just like a, just like that, uh, just like that asshole who went on, um, who went on CNN. He's like, uh, Joe Biden is the duly elected president, but he didn't want to say, he didn't want to, but he said, but, uh, but, you know, all types of irregularities and, you know, they're still on that. <laughs> They're still on it. But they're going to take the $1,400 stimulus checks, though. All right. I mean, if the election was fraudulent, that means that money is yeah. fake, too. That, mean, that means that this, that means that the, what is this, the 118th Congress? Mm-hmm. No, this is the 117th Congress. That means that the hundred and if by, by that perspective, the 117th Congress should also be illegitimate, which means any Republican who won didn't really win, right? Yeah. If any Democrat who won didn't really win, then any Republican—it's the same. The same applies to anybody who won, right? Mm-hmm. So, either shut the fuck up or shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's all we got this week. That is all we got. Y'all be sure to keep on listening and keep on subscribing on all the apps. If you got an iPhone and you listen on Spotify, just follow us on Apple on Apple Podcasts anyway. Yep. It'll be fun. Give us five stars. You get nice alerts when we're we're, we're when we're live. We'll do it live. But that's true. Yes, you do get an, uh, an alert uh, when the episode is live on Apple Podcasts. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know if you get an alert for. I think you're supposed. I think you have to turn on alerts for Spotify or something like that. I right? get the alert though. I on have, Spotify. Because I, yeah, because I'm. Nice. I'm, I follow. I follow us. I follow us too, and I. I must not have. I must not have notifications turned on. <laughs> Because what notifications do I want from Spotify? But this one. Gosh, baby. Yeah. But I guess I don't need it because I'm the one I'm the one physically uploading it. That is true. You're the one telling me when it's up. Yeah. You're like, baby, it's up. Yeah, but we do also try to adhere. We want to, we wanna, you know, adhere to Thursdays. Thursdays by 2 p.m. Or at 2 p.m., really. Yeah. So, that, that's it. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Keep on, uh, keep on listening. Keep on listening to down south. Keep on listening to Dubai. Keep on munching on, munching on that flan from Mama Elsie Flan. <laughs> and of course, follow Super underscore E L S Y. And follow C Y R E X M C. And follow Follow the Freak Show podcast. That's right. And of course. Our wonderful sponsor. Our wonderful sponsor. All right, sponsor quotes. Mama.else.flan. We do rum cake now. Hey. Yeah.
get fucked up on some <laughs> bring bring some fucked upness to your life. Yeah, right. Bring some wastedness to your life, mm. but don't drive. Yeah, no. After that, you strictly do not drive. You you stay in your house and you buckle your seatbelt to your to your couch. Buckle your seatbelt to your couch. Yeah. All right, baby. Y'all know what I mean. And if you don't, then get a seatbelt. I hear they're not that cheap on the black. I hear, I hear they're cheap on the black market. <laughs> hey man, hey man, I need a seatbelt. Wow! <laughs> I, imagine that. But thank y'all for listening for real. And we gonna take it out like this. Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the freak, freak show jam. jam. What? As we go live with the freak, freak show jam. jam. Had to slow it down for y'all a little bit there.